0: everybody welcome back to one-on-one new york's longest running sports call-in show here on wfuv 90.7 fm live on youtube WFUV.org, wfuvsports.org. however it is that you're joining us we're very thankful that you're here dylan balsamo alex wools here to join me for this special conversation we're about to have with nick carparelli he's the executive director of bowl season big in the college football arena he's here to talk about big day which is going on tomorrow as we record this Tuesday, September 14th. It's a collaborative effort between the college football playoff foundation and extra yard for teachers. This sounds like an incredible thing. And we're so excited. He's here to talk about it. Nick, thank you so much.
1: Happy to be here.
0: We're we're very happy you're here. As I mentioned, if you could just, uh, for those that are not familiar with uh, the work that you're doing, could you tell us a little bit about extra yard for teachers and your association with them and what exactly big day is?
1: Sure. Well, I want to start out by telling you a little bit about bowl season. You know, bowl games have been around for a hundred years and uh, there's 44 of them now. Uh, That might catch a lot of people, people by surprise. I think we all know the Rose bowl, the orange bowl, the sugar bowl, all the big ones, but there's 44 of them across the country. So we created bowl season a little uh, over a year ago to kind of pull those 44 separate entities together, make it a little bit of a March madness of college football, which it really is. It's that three week time of year that people get excited. They turn the TV on. They don't, they don't even know what bowl game is going to be on. They just know they're going to find one uh, in the middle of the week between Christmas and new year's. And it's, it's one of those special times on the sports calendar. So one of the many advantages of creating this bowl season brand that encompasses all 44 bowl games is we, we now have the ability to engage in these really powerful initiatives like we did for extra with, with the extra for teachers program. When the college football playoff was founded seven years ago, uh, they created a foundation and with, the, with all the money they were generating, they obviously wanted to give back in a, in a big way. And in teachers was uh, what they chose, which is very appropriate for, for what we are and what we do uh, so far, you know, the six uh, CFP games uh, and a handful of other games. I think the maximum that participated in the XJR for teachers was 16 of the 44. They did all, they did great work, uh, $47 million given to teachers over that seven week period. Um, but uh, I uh, reached out and uh, Britton Banowski from the, from the XGR for teachers simultaneously reached out to me. It was kind of a, both of an aha moment for both of us. They said, Hey, let's expand this. Let's do it across the entire bowl season and incorporate all 44 games. So that that's what we're going to do this year for the first time.
0: I'm curious. You mentioned a little bit there. I was reading online about some of the obviously the financial benefits of this, and also some of the community initiative. This. Can you just tell us about some of the most impressive things that you've seen kind of come out of this partnership and the impact that it's had?
1: Well, I mean, it, it's you know the it, it's easy to cite the financial you know aspects of it. Forty-seven million total last year on the big day alone. The big day is uh, we have once a year, and that's that's what you referenced is coming up tomorrow. Last year, forty-four point three million in grants and direct aid. Uh, was given, um, towards, you know, desperately needed resources for teachers, you know, teachers, uh, people don't realize teachers, uh, you know, they don't make the most money. And, and oftentimes, uh, they're not funded, uh, to the level that they feel they need to, in order to, to educate the students, uh, adequately. So they're often going into their own pockets to, to get various supplies and resources. So what these grants are designed to do on the big day is to, you know, give these teachers a little bit of extra money to invest in their, uh, their educational mission, invest in the students, whether it be going towards, um, you know, simple supplies like pens and pads and notebooks or whether it's a, a computer for the classroom or whether it's other, some type of other equipment, whether it's a field trip. Uh, so, so this money is going directly to teachers to be used directly, uh, for students, uh, to help educate them. And, and, uh, I mean, that, that kind of, that kind of says it all right there. We're, we're, we're so proud of, of this initiative and, and the good, uh, the good work that these teachers are doing. Uh, we're just, we're just helping the teachers. They're, they're doing all the work. Um, and, uh, it's, it's been, it's so rewarding to see how excited these teachers get when they're, uh, awarded, uh, some additional resources to help them do their job. It's really, it's not going into their pockets, but you, they, 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 they act, uh, in a way that you would think it does.
0: Nick Carparelli here talking about big day on one-on-one New York's longest running sports call-in show. Um, Nick, uh, something that uh, that we've learned about is just how much, and you discussed this a little bit, how much uh, things have expanded this year. You talked about how all 44 bowl games are involved. And, and I read that it's now more than 200 high schools are involved across all 50 states. Um, that's a big expansion, especially considering the last year has been such an odd one. So uh, uh, how were you able to, to manage that and to navigate
1: uh, all of this during a pandemic-ridden year. Well, I, I, you know, it's one of those things that it's be because of the pandemic and the the difficulties that we all faced last year, especially the educational systems. You know, students having to uh, learn from home. Uh, a lot of students were not equipped to learn from home if they were in some poor economic uh, environments. Uh, so, so we feel that the you know the work extra yard for teachers is doing this year, and the support we're providing the the teachers is, is even more important this year. I think some some schools and some students are playing, playing catch up. You know, they've advanced to the next grade, and maybe they're maybe they weren't ready, but uh, the system just can't accommodate uh, any, any duplication. So we're you know the 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 world's moving forward, the educational system's moving forward, and the extra yard for teachers is just trying to help help these teachers uh, as much as we can. Uh, so that they can help the students uh, play a little bit of catch up from what you, as you referred to as a very difficult year last year.
0: Yeah, we, we talk about the scope of things. And that's also what I wanted to ask about a little bit, too, because when you came to bull season, a lot of your emphasis as I was watching in past conversations was about on the community initiatives and the things outside of just the bowl games and college football as a whole and the impact that it has. You know, can you just talk a little bit about why you focused about all these different things outside of the playing field and why that was so important to you at bull season?
1: yeah you know if you go back to the the, in the history of bowl games when they were created the first rose bowl was in 1902 and there are a handful of others that, that joined in 1935 and and um they were designed to to stimulate tourism uh in a in a community at a time of year that when people typically were not traveling you know people don't travel on vacation during the holidays they go home during the holidays so um, f- at their core, these bowl games are community-based events. They generate a, a tremendous community impact uh, from a financial perspective during, during bowl week. But they, they're also, they've become year-long endeavors where they have an impact on their community all year long. Uh, most of these bowl games have a, a, a big philanthropic component uh, to what they do. Uh, They're renovating fields and courts for, for youth sports programs. They're sponsoring flag football leagues, road races, Um, you name it. They're, they're very present in the community and the communities that host these games are very, very proud of these games. So it's really at, at at its core, each bowl game's mission uh, is to do good work for the community. So, you know, this, the extra yard for teachers program, while it's new, it just fits in so perfectly. Uh, for each individual bowl game and, and the bowl system as a whole to further support uh, the community. And, and in this case, it's the teachers.
0: Again, Nick Carparelli is here talking about Big Day uh, on one on one. Nick, um, you know, uh, you mentioned the, uh, the over $47 million invested uh, through XGR for teachers. Uh, but also last year on Big Day, you raised uh, what I'm told is it's like around $4.3 million, right?
1: Yes, yes, um, on one day. Yep.
0: Uh, which is incredible. And so now this year, obviously, as we've talked about, you've expanded quite a bit. Um, perhaps we're in a better part of the pandemic, if you, if, if you don't mind me saying. So uh, do you guys have a some kind of set personal goal that you'd like to reach this year? Or, or is this just kind of like, we'll see what happens?
1: Well, you know, I, it, it, it always makes sense to have goals. I think in this case, when we, you know, the, the CFP is six bowl games. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the XGR for Teachers was able to get a few more to uh, to to be a part of the program last year, and there were sixteen uh, last year, two years ago. You know, to have forty four involved, I I think uh, we I don't think the extra effort teachers wants to shortchange themselves and set a goal that that we blow away, but then we don't want to get too excited and get out ahead of ourselves. Uh, whatever the number is, it's not about that per se. It's just about helping uh, more and more teachers uh, in their educational missions.
0: Talk a lot about teachers. And the one thing I wanted to ask you personally is like you've worked at Paces in the past. You see the helmets behind you of some of those places. And Notre Dame was one, the Big East Conference being another. And I'm just curious, working in those collegiate institutions in a lot of different places, what's kind of been your experience working with teachers and working with student athletes?
1: Well, I mean, it goes hand in hand. You know, I think people lose sight of the fact when they when they watch a college football game or basketball game on TV, they just see athletes. I mean, mm-hmm. these these, these guys and girls are going to school too. You know, I have a, I have a son that's a freshman in Manhattan college. He's a baseball player and uh, he's a student first. He's an athlete second. And, uh, you know, you hear many people who are involved in athletics at any level talk about the educational value of sport. Um, I'm a firm believer that the educational value of sport is complemented by the classroom and, and vice versa. So, um, you know, to, to again, going back to this partnership for the college football playoff to create the extra yard for teachers um, program to support teachers, uh, many of which will be teaching uh, future student athletes. You talk about uh, a, uh, you know, coming full circle and, you know, uh, creating a system that uh, supports everything that's important and meaningful to what we do. Um, that, that, I think that's—it's it, rare that you have that type of entity, that type of partnership, where you, you just are every day. You say, "Wow, this is this is perfect," um, and you get motivated to to do it every day and and help it get bigger and better every day. So that, that's what makes it so exciting.
0: Nick, uh, just one last question for you uh, before we let you go. Um, hopefully, there's going to be a lot of people who get to watch this or, or hear this. Uh, on Big Day, um, which is tomorrow as, as we record this. Uh, there may be people who see this on, on Saturday or sometime after that. Uh, but for whoever is listening and is curious, uh, if you could talk a little bit about how just your average Joe can get involved with Extra Yard for Teachers or, or Big Day or contribute in any way that they can.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So, you, you know, actually, if, if you go to Extra Yard for Teachers website, the CFP Foundation, Britton Bonowski and his team do an, do an amazing job uh, of, of uh, generating revenue. Distributing the revenue through this system we've created, um, and and uh, it, it, there's opportunities for for people to get involved. Uh, so I would encourage everybody to to follow the big day tomorrow. Uh, look at all the stories of the teachers receiving these grants and and the excitement they have uh, in uh, in their in their faces, uh, knowing what they have planned in their head to do with this money to to, to put it to good use. Uh, so just you know. Follow it, support it, spread the word, and, uh, and just, you know, hopefully it puts a smile on people's faces.
0: Uh, Nick, I know I speak for both Alex and myself, and, and I'm sure everybody listening, we're, we're so grateful that you've joined us. Uh, you know, teacher funding does seem to be an issue that, um, that uh, ranges from community to community. I know uh, in my high school, back in my time, it was a, a hot-button topic, and, and we're just very grateful that you come on to talk about this incredible opportunity um as you mentioned the extra yard for teachers website is a place where uh, anyone listening or watching can contribute but uh this is nick carparelli again thank you so much for for joining us
1: you're very welcome thanks guys for having me on good luck to you
0: again that was nick carparelli executive director of bowl season hope you get involved in big day somehow but we'll be back in just a little bit with more of one-on-one after this little break so stick around